Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. back to Girls Who Heal, the podcast dedicated to supporting the girlies who are on that healing journey. Um, we're here to empower those who are committed to becoming the best versions of themselves and developing personal growth. All right. So in today's episode, we will be diving into the complex world of relationships, exploring topics that challenge societal norms and sharing our personal experiences. Before we do our icebreaker, let's talk a little bit about our current relationship statuses. Okay. Uh, I'll just keep it quick. I'm very single. Um, maybe kind of ready to mingle. I don't you, know. You yeah. are speaking into existence. Okay, I'm ready to mingle. Um, but yeah, that's. How that's, long have you been single? It's been a while. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. I guess since the end of last year, December. And I am married. I will be married for six years in September. We've been together for nine. And that's that. Okay. Short, sweet to the point. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into our icebreaker. So we will be doing a game of this or that. I'll start with the first question. Okay. And you know how I want to start. Okay. So the first one. Drink. Monogamy or polyamory? For me, I would say monogamy. Um, I'm just kind of, you know, a one-person type of person. I like that. I have a hard time balancing more than one person at the same time. And Mm -hmm. so it might be a little contradicting because I've said to myself I'll be open to open relationships, but... I don't know if that kind of going to the same category as polygamy. So I would say more monogamy. I don't even see polyamory for you, but well, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my truth. <laughs> uh, for me, I want to say both, but, but just because like, I feel like whatever works for you. Um, but with where I am currently, I'm going to say monogamy. Okay. I'm not going any deeper than that. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what about, uh, long-term commitment or casual dating? So, I'm in a long-term commitment. But I do miss dating. Dating was fun. Like, Maybe I can go on casual dates with each other. It don't count. We've been together too long. It's, it, it's just... It counts. It doesn't. It's what you make we, it. You can go on dates. It's not... I don't feel like it's casual. Like It's what you make it. You're, whatever you say. What's your answer? <sighs> long-term commitment? Yep. Yeah, that's just kind of in my M.O. Um, I don't know. That whole getting to that beginning again and again and again, ah, it kind of gives me the, the angst a little bit. I get a little anxious with it. But I'm open to it, but I definitely think I'm more of a long-term commitment type of gal. You are. Oh, thanks. You're not good at dating. I'm sorry. Thanks. It's your truth. I, I returned <laughs> that to Cinder. <laughs> I returned that to Cinder. That's fine. That's fine. I'll do it back to you. Okay, I'll take it. Um, introvert or extrovert partner? 
I consider myself more introvert, so I would probably prefer more of the opposite to kind of balance me out a little bit. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed to another introvert. I would just probably, I, I can't say that because I don't know who that person may be, but I would think uh, more of an extrovert. Okay. This one is hard for me because I feel like my partner is an ambivert. Like, so he's like both. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to say introvert just because I feel like extroverts do too much sometimes. And I just feel like that person going to get on my nerves. <laughs> so that's my truth. You know you better yep. than you. I mean, than anybody else. Okay. Intellectual connection or emotional connection. Ah, that's one, that one is hard. I feel Can like I have I, both? Right. That's what I want both. I got to choose. I don't, I don't want to choose between it. I feel like both of those things are important. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I think the intellectual connection will bring about more of an emotional connection for me. Like, it will make me grow more emotionally connected to you on a different level, you know? Yeah. But I think it's important to, like, be with somebody that can put you up on game. Like, that's very important. Can it be this, then, that? Instead right. of this or that? Can I right. have both? I don't want to choose. All right. I mean, okay, we got to choose. Intellectual. <laughs> I'm going to choose emotional. Sometimes a dummy can be, they can I mean, fulfill I feel your that. needs. I, I get it. <laughs> mm. That's kind of, I don't know. You choose intellectual. We're going to stick right. with that one. Next. <laughs> so, physical intimacy or deep emotional connection. What you deep, choose? I'm choosing deep emotional connection. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with physical intimacy. I, I, feel, I, I feel like one so brings hard. out the other one. It's, right. They're connected, I feel like. I feel like you need that emotional to get to the physical intimacy. Yeah. But also, I'm going to say, like, what's... This is going to sound wrong. I'm going to say it's important. Physical intimacy yeah, is important. it is. Well, it, didn't sound wrong. it didn't sound wrong to me. I don't, hey, I'm living my truth. Yeah. Okay, the next one. Uh, quality time or acts of service. Oh. You know, that last first episode, that was, that's my love language. Quality time, quality for sure. Quality time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take that over acts of service any day. I'm going to say acts of service. Mm-hmm. I like to be catered to. I ain't going to lie. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. Okay. I you mean, ain't because to you like made it known. I know. That's it's my truth. I am. I'm sticking to it. I know you are. All right. Uh, surprise romantic gestures or consistent small gestures? I'll say consistent small gestures. It just seems more thought out, um, a little more, you know. I agree. Consistency is everything. It is. I'm going with that. Um, how about traditional gender roles or shared responsibilities? I'm saying shared. I don't do gender roles. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing. Um, supportive and understanding partner or challenging and growth-oriented partner? Supportive. I'll oh. say supportive and understanding. Um I'm going to say supportive, too. Yeah, I mean, I be want to be challenged, but not necessarily in my relationship like this. Yeah. Like, we already got nothing going on. I'm going to look if you're on your ass. I don't need that type of energy. That's that. I'm, <laughs> and I, that's my truth. I know. I'm going to I'm gonna fight you to the end. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, see, I ain't got that kind supportive. of energy. Supportive. 
supportive yeah. is what I'm going to go with today. Yeah. And then the last one, a partner who shares your hobbies and interests or a partner who introduces you to new experiences? Um, I would say a partner who introduces me to new experiences. And then we can kind of trade off. You know, I can invite them a little bit into my world and vice versa. Yeah, you know? I agree. I like it exciting. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, building on that, have you ever discovered that a partner you were with was uh, gay or bisexual? Oh, my gosh. And, and how did you navigate that situation? <laughs> okay, dun, 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 so dun. <laughs> I have dated at least three men that I believe are gay, or they have come out of the closet. Um, my first boyfriend was gay. Mm. And I knew he was gay. Everybody mm. like, why are you dating him? Mm. And he had, like, a little switch to his walk and oh, everything. Wow. Yeah, he was real. Oh, wow. So what made you? you I just I was about in the eighth grade. I just wanted a boyfriend real bad. Like, I didn't even care that he was gay. My problem <laughs> with him was that he, like, didn't even put in no effort. Like, I gave him my number, and he never called me. Wow. And that hurt my so feelings. So was y'all really in a relationship? No. Okay. We both, I think we both knew that I was the beard there. Oh, wow. The problem with this relationship is that, like, from their other gay men, people, men that, like, were obviously, like, in the closet. Like, they started to, like, try to date me off mm-hmm. of that. But I was like, I can't do this because I want love, too. And I know you don't really like me. <laughs> and so I, I, I had to say, no, I can't keep being y'all beard. At first it was okay because, like, okay, you're trying to convince your family. I'll I do it. I don't mm. care about that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, you like I said, I wanted a boyfriend real bad. And, but... After a while, like, I'm like, okay, I want a serious relationship. Like, I want love, too. Right. You know? I feel you. Have you ever dated somebody who you thought was gay? Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, um, I was much older. I just never confirmed it, but I had all the, uh, what would you say, gaydar, spidey senses or whatever. Yeah. It definitely was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, so give us an example. Well, we were at dinner actually, and then we were just having a conversation. And the fact that he was more of an emotional type of guy didn't necessarily worry me. That was cool. It was the flick of the wrist for me. It went, uh, and all I could focus on from that point on during the conversation was the wrist, co- like, kind of just. And I was just, and it was a, I can't even do it right now. My mouth will dry, but it was like a little. Mac at a tongue. Mm-hmm. I said, whoa, whoa, this is going too far. So I was like. Did you yeah. find out that he was gay later down the road? No, nah, I just left it alone. Okay. We just parted ways. Okay. Real cool. Like, okay. So I have a question. If you found out that a partner was gay yeah. and they like wanted you to be the beard and they said, oh, I'm going to pay all your bills. You'll be taken care of. You don't have to worry about anything. Would you take that offer? I might consider. Okay. I might consider. I've never been a beard before, but uh, I wouldn't be opposed to it after seeing it, what what it all entails, you mm-hmm. know. And if it was something that I was comfortable with, then yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. What about you? I, well, I was being a beard for free for years, <laughs> so of course I would take that offer. I'm not going to lie to you. As long as I can date outside of you, as long as when you go to bed at night, I can go on my date with, you know, my man, my real man. Right. Then we good. Then we good. Then I'm going to let you do what you want to do. Right, okay. We can be free. Huh. I would do it. I'm sorry. It's my truth. Ain't no wrong with it. <laughs> ain't no wrong with it. I ain't mad at it at all. <laughs> 
Okay, so building on on that, uh, have you ever discovered? Or wait, no. How did you like navigate that situation once you discovered like that partner might have you know been gay or anything? Like, so I didn't ever. You just cut them off. You go. Not them. abruptly. Okay. Or was it? I wouldn't say it was abrupt. It was just like a number of things that kind of occurred between that time of that event and then still trying to be the person who operated in the space of uh, the benefit of the doubt. And then things kept happening. I was like, see, nah, see, this ain't going to work. So yeah. we kind of had a, a, our last final conversation, but we ended in that conversation. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's best that, you know, you do you. It ain't the time for us. And I was like, yeah, nah, I don't think it's ever going to be the time for us. But I, okay. I'm more gentle in the I like that. Yeah, so. I like that. We just kind of parted ways. That's good. Yeah. That's good. How did you, you gave him a chance. Okay, so for the first couple of boyfriends that was gay, <laughs> Damn. Um, for them, I just kind of, like, let that die off, you know, because, okay. like, they do, they were not putting in any effort. Like, I will be your beard, but you got to act like you like me a little bit. Like, right. give you me some effort. It. Yeah, like, I don't like when you trying to, you know, just use me and you don't even put no effort right. for them. Right. Um, I did date a man that I thought was bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, with him, it was more of like a deeper connection. Mm-hmm. He never came out or anything mm-hmm. like this. That you know of. Correct. Okay. But like there were things that led me to believe that he was. Mm-hmm. And um for you him give an example or I mean if I was telling him that somebody else had expressed interest about like coming out of the closet and he was got like super excited mm-hmm. about it and I'm just like why are you so excited about this? Happy yeah, like it was it was a little strange. Mm. I was like, "Okay." Mm. Oh, and then he would like comment on other men being handsome sometimes. Mm. Well, so I just I can I can compliment a woman on being beautiful. So would that make me in a relationship, him looking me like, what the fuck? You know, she... I think he's going to he's gonna ask you some questions oh, okay. about it. Well, I ain't going to lie about it. He's going he gonna to try to see if you down. I ain't going to keep... Oh, I'm okay. going to keep it real with you. Hmm. But anyways, with that relationship, it was more deep. Like, we had a deep connection. And that's when I was like, oh, I could really be a beard. Like, that, that relationship <laughs> really taught me that. Like, I could really do that. Especially if them bills getting paid. Yeah. I mean, it, and it was the effort. Right. You put the effort forward. So, like, I can do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, another topic. Um, what about cheating? So, would you stay with a cheater? Um, let's dive into the complexities of trust, forgiveness, and personal boundaries. Okay. <laughs> so, before I got married, mm-hmm. I, I, my answer would have been no. Mm-hmm. But like now that I'm married, I feel like it's more complex than that. Yeah. Um. So, it would really depend. At this stage, if I was just in a relationship, like, I'm not saying. But with marriage, I just feel like it's different because we got more important responsibilities. Yeah, vested. Yeah, and so it would just depend. Um, I can't, But I'm not saying absolutely I would stay. Like, no, I might make your life a living hell. Then I might stay, you know? (laughs) Oh, wow. What about you? That's your truth. Um, (laughs) Would I stay with a cheater? I would say... I've been in a situation well I kind of stayed but then I was kind of like on the fence so I wasn't like 100% in but I was not 100% out mm-hmm. and so it's almost like I did stay you know? yeah for sure they definitely got the best of both worlds and I think I was 
struggling and juggling the fact that, like, I did love this person mm-hmm. and didn't want to just, I guess, give up, so mm-hmm. to speak. But um, I also let that situation go. So now I don't think I – I definitely know I couldn't be with a cheater. Just do you. Yeah. Give me the opportunity to, to, to know everything so we can all be on the same page. You never know. I might be cool with it. Okay. But when you when you cheat on me and behind my back and make mm-hmm. me feel a way like you just don't value me at all. So that's interesting to hear you say that because like that's one of my things that makes me feel like I'm very open in the sense of, you know, trying things, okay? Yeah. So like I always say like if I give you all of these options, yeah. right? Like, you know, why if, if you go behind my back that's completely different more. yeah i know like a lot of people like they want their cake and they want to eat it too you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like but if i'm giving you all these these options where we can you know have fun we can do what we do but you still going behind my back oh then i can't i can't do it because yeah. you're a liar i don't like that yeah i can't do that yeah Mm-mm. the lion is hit on a different level for sure. Yeah. It's not even playing field. Like, let's all be on the same playing field, and then we can all have our cake needed, too. Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? So, so yeah. I want to ask, have you ever cheated on anyone? I have. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'll make it short. Um, I mean, I was much younger, um, but I, I had things that I was looking for within my relationship that wasn't being given and that mm-hmm. another person just effortlessly gave and that made me kind of fall for that person made me feel like they were more vested but you know you get older you learn that it's all a game and so yeah. yeah I fell for it and I ended up cheating um and so I mean I admitted it because okay. I can't just work I mean I, I I had it on my show and I was like it's eating me alive to know that how I long did it. it take you to admit it um it wasn't just once yeah okay yeah um it it took me a couple weeks, and I was like, I, I can't do it no more. Look, I got something I need to tell you. And then, long story short, turns out this motherfucker was cheating on me too. But mm-hmm. he had withheld that information for about three months at that time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you could have, we could have been told to see each other. <laughs> and we could have, you know, had this all out in the open. But Did he try know, to make you feel learn? bad about oh, it? Oh, definitely. Uh-huh. Definitely, because he didn't, in that conversation where I was, Tearful, just so heartbroken that I'm hurting his feelings. Him knowing this whole time that he didn't cheated on me, and and still disclosing this information, I learned after I disclosed that information to him three months from that time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what? Yeah. You think I I care now? Like at this point, it don't even matter. You had the opportunity to kind of tell your truth too, and we all be either forgiving each other or moving on. Mm-hmm. Instead, you decided to act like you were forgiving me but in the end you were just still not trusting me but and I'm up here just feeling bad like I gotta work hard to no, yeah man. yeah so yeah I did I felt bad and I didn't really like that feeling so yeah I don't I, I would rather just be open and tell a person if it's like something I'm thinking about or mm-hmm. not even thinking about like I would just make up some kind of excuse in terms of, like, I'm not 100% in and ain't fair to you type thing and yeah. navigate it that way if I thought about stepping out on another relationship. But, yeah. But I'm single, so I can do what I want to do at this point. So, so I have had that experience. I Okay, I didn't cheat. I tried to cheat, but I, I got caught. But you cheated, so you I cheated. I didn't cheat. Got I oh. got caught before I could cheat. Well, damn, that's, stop. It's I like, know. 
Let me tell you, okay. 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 So I was dating this dude, right? And I was DMing another dude on Facebook, mm. right? He was a chocolate little thing. I oh, said, wow. Oh, I want one of each color. Okay. Oh, wow. So then uh-huh. Okay. And so I I had sent him a DM, right? Mm-hmm. And then this boy was best friends with my boyfriend's cousin. Oh wow. And so that's how I got caught. Dang. And my boyfriend sent me a screenshot. And I was like, oh. Is this you? No, somebody hacked me. I couldn't even lie. It was me. My bad. I just feel like he didn't have to even snitch on me like that. We could have had a good thing going, but no, he wanted to be a snitch. Like, mm. you wanted to, and I just felt like that was lame. Like, what you want to snitch so on me for? what happened from that situation? Did, did this boy dog me out, bro. Oh, wow. He No, we I, he didn't dump me. He just cheated on me real bad. And let me tell you something about what. You, you should have just ended up just cheating. I should have cheated, but I didn't. After that, I was faithful, and it was too late by then wow. because he was cheating on me. Mm. He had a girl up in his bed, baby, taking pictures. I'm like, what's this? He talking about some, uh, that's just my friend. Why she in your bed, though? Mm. And let me tell you about this dusty, dirty <laughs> milk. So, this, this relationship, it was just toxic from the beginning. I shouldn't even put all this effort into it. This boy had roaches, right? Oh, wow. And I, like, was literally trying. I bought some bait. I brought I bought the roach trap. The raid? Yeah, the raid. I had everything. I went to the Dollar Tree. I went to go get that stuff. I went to go get that stuff, and I tried to get rid of these roaches for him. And he Why still did me dirty. pest control? He called pest control oh. after that. After they hopped out on us one day, he was trying to get freaky, and then the, the roaches hopped out. And then from there, he, he called the pest control after that. After that, he wanted to call it. Call it. He knew they had roaches oh for a long God. time. Them roaches was all up and through there. Oh. He knew he had them roaches. But, you know, and then I did all of that, and he cheated on me still. So don't be getting rid of a nigga roaches. I don't know who needs to hear that, <laughs> but don't leave that nigga, okay? Don't even do it. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it, More period. Sweet. That's the facts. Okay, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Do you believe that all men cheat? No. Okay. What's your reasoning behind that? Um, well, I've never experienced one that hasn't yet, but... <laughs> Maybe one is out there, you know, that that will be. I mean, because I can't base it off of the just experiences that I've had. But yeah. maybe all of them think about it, but yeah. maybe not all of them act on it. Um, but I would say that's why I say that. I don't know. Just even, like, my brothers, my cousins, like, they, uh, who am I to air out their dirty laundry? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know. But maybe they all don't all think about it. I don't know. Uh, what do you What do you think? Do you think all men cheat? I don't, and this triggers me because I feel like when I talk to people about marriage, like they just have this expectation that all men cheat, and I'd be like, "Who man? <laughs> who man? You know what I'm saying? Because like, who we talking about? <laughs> what, the, what, the, what, what, what the streets saying? Who we talking about? You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like before this relationship, I dealt with that a lot, like. Pretty much in every, like you were saying, like every relationship. And I definitely believe that the temptation is there for everyone. Right. But I just don't believe that all men cheat. That would, that would be like saying we all just out here getting loose. Like, right. I just don't right. believe that. Like, yeah. nobody, not, nobody can convince me of that. Yeah. And I think, like, that's been a real big thing in helping me to find my partner. Because I think sometimes people think that all relationships are just, like, toxic or, like, he just out here dogging you out. And, like, I just never had that belief for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I just always have believed that I'm going to find the person for me. Like, Mm -hmm. and that person is not going to treat me bad. They're going to 
adore me. And so, like, I really believe that that's been part of, like, manifesting that love into my life. But initially, going into that, having had those experiences, would you say that you projected a little bit? Oh, hell yeah. I was checking phones. I was doing all that. I was blocking bitches. What you texting my man for? Tell him, hello, happy birthday. Bitch, you blocked. I blocked you. I I don't know who needs to hear this. I'm looking at the camera. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I blocked you. If you were wondering, like, why he didn't text me back? Because I blocked you, bitch. I don't have no shame about it. And I did. I was very bad at the beginning. Yes, I did. So can he get happy birthday text now? From who? His mama? (laughs) He can't have no friends outside of our friends. Okay. Uh, and that's what I mean. Okay. I know. And, it's, and it's reciprocated. For sure. Okay. I don't even I don't even try. Okay. I don't even try to have no friends that's males like that unless I know them from him. It's, it, it, this ain't going to happen. It's right. not it's right. not even worth it. Okay? I, I don't trust them. I feel you. Period. I feel you on that. Uh well, let's explore um the emotions behind staying with the cheater. Mm. Is it better to face the painful truth? Or continue living in blissful ignorance, crying at the truth or smile at the lie. What would you choose? Let me think about an experience where I stayed with the cheater. Um, well, I kind of. Okay, so, I mean, I feel like I've pretty much left everybody that cheated on me. I might have stayed for a little bit just to play with the other bitch. Like, this ain't really your nigga. Just to let her know. But, but he wasn't really yours either. He wasn't. And I had to understand it. Yeah. And after a while, I had one time. I pulled up on the girl he was cheating me, cheating on wow. me with. They was they was at what's this shit called? It's like some little fun little place where they got the games and Swing shit like that. Fun town? No, it was like they had like the little games. Dave and Buster's. No, something like that. We gonna say it's Dave and Buster's. <laughs> and so they was there. I knew they was gonna be there because he posted shit on Facebook. Mm. And so I went up there. You know what I'm saying? I made sure I was real cute as shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? I ran. I went up there, and I said, "Hey, how you doing? What you doing here?" <laughs> and and so this. You- you petty. I am petty. I'm very petty. This bitch, she turned right around. She ain't even look at me. I said, I'm glad you did that because I was ready to fight today. And I need you to know that. But I just want, I went up, I hugged him. I just let him, I just like to let a bitch know. Like, you ain't win, bitch. I let him go. Like, you you ain't win this. But I gave him to you. That's me unhealed. Oh, you hear me? Like, I, that's me before the healing journey. Right, okay? Right, right. Like, okay. yeah. <laughs> what about I, you? What I um, so you said you stayed with him for a little bit after he cheated. Bit, yeah. Like how was that? Um, it was not good. I mean, I was always feeling unfulfilled, you know, because um, you're juggling two individuals. You know, what I'm saying that yeah. re- requires a lot of your attention. You know, quality time is my love language, so mm-hmm. you're not giving me that. Cause you giving it to her too, and so what I'm getting is scraps. Right. When you by the time you get to me, you're tired. Mm-hmm. This is not quality time. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, also had to choose up and choose myself, you know, and just walk away, and I'd rather just be with me. You know, I love that for you. So, yeah, I yeah, love that. I'm, I mean, have you ever like stayed with somebody just so he wouldn't be with the other girl? No. Okay, that's good. Mm-mm. That's good. You healing. I like that for you. Yeah, nah. I was very petty back in the day. I don't have the energy for that. I know. What? It's you, exhausting. You, you didn't High chose key. somebody else. And I know that I'm like not, uh, I ain't going to say I'm not. Because I'm perfect for somebody, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I had to get out of that mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that we all come with our challenges and things that we could improve on mm-hmm. within ourselves. But. I'm a dope ass person, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. And so his loss, mm-hmm. and so somebody that values that will see that and be, you know, willing to give me what I need. So. For sure. 
I love yeah. that for you. You go, girl. <laughs> you played. <laughs> okay. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about non-negotiables in relationships. Like, what are qualities and behaviors that you wouldn't tolerate? Hmm. Qualities. Um, being disrespectful. Uh huh. I mean, I know that's pretty pretty broad. Yeah. Um, but in consideration, mm-hmm. like I'm a very considerate person, and I'm a very understanding person, so I'm aware that things come up. But like, just to consider me and communicate what you would want done if it was reversed, mm-hmm. I would appreciate that. But I would not tolerate you not considering me. And I think that's a very small ask. Mm-hmm. Um, this may sound crazy because I'm in this situation, but like uh, more than one baby mama, like um, I'm good. See, in my situation, I'm the first one, so it don't, I, I was <laughs> don't the, count. It don't count. Mm-hmm. I was the first one, so the other ones came after me. Mm-hmm. And and you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we want to list a whole bunch. Go ahead, go list it all. Speak your truth. <laughs> or hygiene. Uh huh. We don't want no funky. Definitely don't want that. All right, go ahead. Um, arrogant. Yeah. I, I mean, confidence is good. Yeah. Arrogance is not not, not good. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, someone who doesn't feel like they could be taught anything, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I feel like we both have the ability to grow, mm-hmm. and, and we could teach each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, no job. Ain't nobody mad at that. Smoker? What kind of smoke? What do you smoke? I mean, I'm not a big fan of cigarette smoke. Okay. Or really no smoke, but I can tolerate. Is the weed okay? The weed is okay out the house. I understand that. That's not a bad thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I might (laughs) need to hit it from time to time because I've been told I'm a little uptight, you know. I need to relax after working a 12-hour shift. Uh Uh-huh. Not going to work the next day. Don't tell all your business. All right. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, a poor communicator, like, you know. Yeah. That kind of goes into being considerate. Mm-hmm. It's uh, inconsiderate, rather. Um, what about you? So I'm going to agree with the poor communication because communication is such a big part of a relationship. Um, and if we can't work it out, like, if, if somebody not able to be level-headed here, it's about to blow up. Um, a liar. I didn't tell, I don't like a liar. Yeah. If you want, this is the thing. We talked about cheating. If you want to be out here with these hoes, just say, hey. I'm trying to I'm trying to smash some real quick, but I still love you. Like I'm, I might take you back after that. But if you lie about it, I'm not. We're not gonna work that out. I'm not gonna lie to you, okay? Um, and then abusive people. I, that's not gonna work for me. Any type of abuse, emotional, physical, financial, any of that. That's not gonna work for me. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. For sure. I agree. Um, what are uh, let's see. I'm going to ask the next one. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we kind of talked about this. You talked about how you're more into, like, monogamy. Yeah. So, is marriage, like, the ultimate goal for you? I would say marriage is the ultimate goal. The wedding, not so much. You know what mm-hmm. I don't require that. I do desire that connection that I see and know that I can have with the partner, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would say, yes, marriage is the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not out here just trying to be dating. I feel like I, that's not what I want to do. It doesn't fulfill me. 
and I yeah. want to grow with someone, mm-hmm. you know. And so I want to have longevity, not with one person. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm going to ask you this on the air for the people. Oh, Lord. So I told her to write <laughs> out her list of oh, things Lord. that she wants. <laughs> Calm down. I told her to write out her list of things that she wants in her partner because I think it's very important to move intentionally, especially if you're trying to date. Have you done that? I mean, I worked on it. What I say is, but complete. you're not done. I would say I keep modifying it. Do you at least have the non-negotiables? Sure. Okay, perfect. And I kind of okay, so, some of those. So let's list some things that you are looking for. Because your husband might be out there looking at this right now. Go ahead. <laughs> he could be. She's so irky. <laughs> um, okay, how about this? Um, mentally stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, career driven. A positive role model for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Considers me. Likes to cook. Um, spiritual, mm-hmm. well-grown, smells good, a protector, makes me feel secure, mm-hmm. um, goal-oriented, confident, respectful, open-minded, responsible. And those are just some of the things on my okay. list. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Good. Let's keep working on it. Um, I'm going <laughs> to, so I'm already married, but <clears throat> I'm going to answer this question. Okay. Okay, so listen. If I, say me and my husband was to divorce uh-huh. Or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get married again because I've experienced it already. Okay. I don't have no beef with marriage. I think it's a beautiful thing yeah. when it's done right. I think it's too many people out here doing it wrong. Right. You know, just doing it to do it, which I don't agree with. Yeah. But if we was to, if we wasn't together, let me tell you, baby, I, I wouldn't even be out here living that life. I'd be out here dating whoever. I'd be <laughs> on the, the polyamory. I'd be All dating right. whoever. That's my truth. And, and she's sticking to it. That's what it, is. That is what it is. And I feel like a lot of us, like, want marriage just because that's what we're taught as little girls to want. Right. Um, like, before I got married, I don't really think I knew what it was or what it entailed. But also, I'll say that, like, I've learned that marriage is what you make it, and it's whatever you two want it to be. Exactly. You don't have to listen to, like, societal norms. You, you can make it. Marriage. Yeah, you can make it, like, what you want it to be. Right. And so, but yeah, if I if I was back out in these streets, I'm scared of it. They ought to be scared. They used to, I tell, they used to be my. I used to love to date. Okay, they used to be my favorite thing. Really? Yes, I your, did. What was your favorite thing about it? I used to let these niggas know. I'm like, you're not the only one. I used to tell them mm. that was my favorite thing. And how did they receive it? They didn't like it, mm. but I don't give a fuck. I used to do it my anyway. It used to make me feel good because I was being honest. Right, right. I don't want you to think you're the only one. I want you to know you got competition. Mm. Step up. You know what I'm saying? All right. They didn't like it at all. No. But it, it don't matter. It was a fun time. You should. Don't do not do what I did. Don't tell them. I mean, I'm, yeah, don't tell them that you dating nobody else. That ain't none of their business. Unless they okay. asking y'all serious. Okay. But don't be telling them all that. You okay. know what I'm saying? Don't overshare. I yeah, like they don't need to know that. Okay. But I used to like to do it because, you know, I like to shake the room a little oh. bit. You know. Yeah. You know I do. I know you do. Hmm. Ain't no wrong. Good times. Good times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's time for our advice segment. Um, we'll answer a listener's question that ties into the healing journey and relationships. If you're looking for advice, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com, and we might feature your question on an upcoming episode. And so, let me read the first one. Dear Ashley and Nisha, I hope this email finds you well. I was hoping you could provide some guidance on the situation I'm currently facing in my own relationship. I have been in a long-distance relationship for over a year now. 
My partner and I live in different cities due to work and personal commitments. While we genuinely love and care for each other, the distance has been taking a toll on our emotional connection and overall happiness. We both understand the importance of our individual healing journeys, but we're struggling to find ways to maintain a strong bond while being physically apart. I would greatly appreciate your insights on how to navigate a long distance relationship effectively. Are there any practical strategies or communication techniques that help us stay connected and foster emotional intimacy despite the distance? How can we ensure that our healing journeys align and support each other's growth? Additionally, I'm curious to know if either of you have experienced a long-distance relationship or if you have encountered similar situations through your own healing journey. It will be incredibly valuable to hear about any personal experiences or lessons learned that might shed light on our current predicament. Thank you for creating a safe space for open conversations about healing and relationships. Your advice and perspectives are highly regarded, and I trust that you will provide valuable insight that can guide me in navigating this challenging phase of my relationship. Thanks in advance, Bree. So, Bree, um, I have um, experienced a little bit of a long-distance type of relationship and how I would recommend navigating it um, for some practical strategies that you can implement in your relationship. I would say technology has opened up a whole new way of being able to be adventurous or spontaneous and try something different, like do a virtual date or something like that. Mm -hmm. How about sending some just because type gifts or you know, I was just thinking about you, and they not even know I'm, you know. Um, let me see. Um, you have any that you can think of? So I was going to pretty much say, like, the same thing, mm -hmm. like FaceTime them or any type of, like, video little app, you know. Yeah. Have those date nights. Yeah. You know, y'all both have dinner at the same time, you know. Um, if you're looking for, like, conversation pieces like finding one of those like little card games that are focused on conversation especially if it's looking like a little dry you know um I've never done a long distance relationship mm -hmm. it's not my jam uh it's hard yeah I it can't is, even it imagine is difficult, but I think be very intentional mm -hmm. and then know what it is that you truly want and make sure that you all on the same page so you're not feeling like you put in all effort or vice versa um like implement a routine like make sure that y'all communicating every day rather it's every morning I know I'm gonna talk to mm -hmm. him and then every night before bed I know I'm gonna talk to him like get mm -hmm. y'all routine and just be intentional maybe plan dates where y'all can either meet in opposing cities or mm -hmm. either a whole new city I like you know, that yeah meet in the middle I think that'll be kind of fun I like that I've never done it but um I would say more of the long distance type relationships that I've experienced has been more just Communication over the phone, FaceTime has been something that has been helpful in communicating and navigating it. But I wouldn't say it worked fully for me. Um, but to each to each his own, you know. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say give up on it. I would say have a conversation to see what what you both can offer and see what be open to. Yeah, because the effort has to be mutual. For sure. Also, Bree, keep it hot. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes show up on that FaceTime. You know, with nothing on. Okay, period. I was gonna, I wasn't gonna say it, but you know what I'm saying. Like, keep it hot, girl. Okay, something to look forward to. Period. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. 
Well, thank you, Bree, for that question. All right, so we're going to move on to the next advice letter. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it says, Dear Ashley and Nisha, I am reaching out to seek your advice on a delicate matter that has been weighing heavily on my heart. Mm -hmm. I suspect that I may be in an abusive relationship, Mm -hmm. but I'm struggling to fully comprehend and acknowledge the signs. I believe that shedding light on this topic through your podcast would not only help me, but also countless others who may be facing similar situations. I have noticed certain behaviors from my partner that have left me feeling anxious, fearful, and constantly on edge. These include verbal assaults, controlling tendencies, and a pattern of diminishing my self-worth. I find myself walking on eggshells and constantly trying to please them to avoid their anger and disappointment. However, I often question myself, wondering if these behaviors are normal or if I'm overreacting. That's why I'm reaching out to you for your guidance. Could you please provide insights into the signs of abuse in relationships? What are red flags that indicate a relationship may be emotionally or physically abusive? I would greatly appreciate any advice or resources you can offer to help me better understand and navigate this situation. I understand that this is a sensitive topic, but I believe it's crucial to bring awareness of the signs of abuse and empower individuals to recognize and seek support when needed. Thank you for creating this platform. Your Your dedication to supporting others on the healing journey is truly commendable. I eagerly await your response. Anonymous. Hmm. What Nisha say last week when those red flags be flagging, mm-hmm. don't put them over your eyes. I, I've kind of been in a relationship not um, physically abusive, but I've I've shared some of those same feelings that you you have shared, Miss um, Anonymous or Mister Anonymous. Um, I would say trust your gut. If you having all these uneasy feelings, it's time to just exit. You shouldn't have to feel like that in a relationship. I feel. Um, and then if you are saying, I will kind of dive deeper into maybe getting what you need for yourself to no longer accept those type of behaviors because you are worth more than that. You know, you're more, you're valuable and you shouldn't have to feel that way. So don't wear the red flags, this sunglasses or whatever. You, you feel it, trust your good. If you don't mind, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your situation and, like, the red flags that you saw and how you, like, reacted to seeing the red flags? Um, well, I would say because I kind of have a bit of a people-pleasing mentality, um, I will always nav- navigate that or my approach will be, hmm, well, maybe, you know, they didn't mean it like this. Mm-hmm. And instead of asking, what did you mean? when you said it or I'm, I'm just overreacting um, I kind of would just brush it off and then move accordingly to what made them feel comfortable not necessarily what I wanted to do so I kind of just got tired after so long like I'm, I, I'm, I'm like not a uh, square, I would say, like, why am I feeling so tense? I want to feel relaxed around this person. I'm feeling like I got to be overly calculated, and I don't feel like that's how I should be having to feel in this relationship. Like, I should be able to just be as free as you. Was but it just verbal or emotional? Abuse? Both. Okay. It was both uh, verbally and emotional. It's like the lack of consideration for how you said what you said, and for me, I would just 
kind of reverse that and be like, well, maybe they, they didn't mean it like that. Or, you know, I don't know what kind of day they had. Give them all kinds of excuses sure. on why they delivered it way, the way they delivered it. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done it, you know. But, I mean, that's something that I've done. But um, I knew that that wasn't fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. And that was not the way I wanted to proceed in that relationship. So I ultimately had to just let that go. And, um, you know, I'd rather be by myself and work on me and pour more into myself in a way that I know I deserve to mm-hmm. than accept some behavior that's less than what I I know I'm giving way more, you know, than that. And so I would say definitely trust your intuition. You feeling very uneasy, I would say it's definitely time to walk away from that situation mm-hmm. and and take away from it what you can in terms of growing and being able to identify those in any future relationships that may come up. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say get out of there. Yeah. It's no good. It's not healthy. It don't sound healthy at all. Yeah. I I agree with everything that you said. I feel I always say when those red flags are flagging, <laughs> you know, you gotta pay attention. And I feel like um, it's important to note how someone makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And if they're making you not feel good, that's not a good sign. Like you have to like love yourself sure. more than anything. For sure. And like. Honor yourself. Like, do you want to feel like that? No, you don't. So, like, you have to. And I know it's hard to, like, just say that because, you know, most of the time men who are, like, abusive, like, they're very good at manipulation. Very good. And so, like, but I think ultimately. you feel like it's. Yeah, they'll make you think it's you for sure. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, like, you have to choose you. So, I actually have, like, two experiences. So, I have one experience where the man was, like, verbally abusive and at first, like, it didn't click to me. I just was like, I would let him talk to me crazy. Like, and he was a short man. And I'm not trying to be funny, but you know what they say about those ones. <laughs> um, and he would talk to me crazy, and I would just feel, like, really bad after talking to him. And it actually took somebody else, like, stepping in and saying, I don't like how this person is talking to you, and, like, you don't have to put up with that. And I was like, damn, I don't. <laughs> and, and it had to remind me of that. And then I had another one where, like, he was physically abusive. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me tell this story. Uh-oh. Okay, so I met this man at the hospital. Ladies, don't date no man at the hospital. They're all, they don't, they're not right, all right? <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but that's real. I believe that in my spirit. I'm sorry. I can't um, say. Okay, so I was talking to this man for maybe, like, a couple months or whatever. And then, like, one day out of the blue, he got mad about something. And it was, like, the smallest thing. So when he got mad, like, I thought he was playing, like, this a joke. You know what I'm saying? But he was really mad. And so, like, he tried to put me out after that. And I was like, okay. And from there, like, he pushed me, and I fell back into the door. And I'm like, but like, I was, yes, I was shocked. I legit went into fight or flight. So I got up, and I just started swinging on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just started swinging on him. From there, he was like, oh. And I really think that he was trying to see if, like, I would tolerate it. Yeah, he was trying to see. Because, you know, I present sometimes when, if somebody don't know me, they're going to think that I'm, like, you know, quiet, demure, I'm, you know. Hmm. But once you get to know me, like, you know, I'm not going for none of that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when he did that, it made me, like, the first thing I'm thinking in my brain, like, oh, I'm going to have to fight this nigga to the death. Like, I legit, like... 
he didn't know I'm I'm not I wasn't raised like that. Like any woman who's ever had hands put on her in my family, like she fought back. Right. Like that was that's not how I that's not what I come from. Right. And so like, and it's crazy because like I went back to that situation after that happened, but and of course it didn't work out. But I in that moment I was able to see how women can fall for that and be in those type of situations. Mm-hmm. It was just very eye opening for me. Mm-hmm. But also it like made me proud that I fought that nigga back. I'm sorry, it made me feel well, I'm good. Glad you're here. I thank you, Amen. It can go left for sure. I I definitely understand yeah. it. But you know this is young me. She didn't, you know, right. what, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But like she's the point of the matter is. Like, you have to choose you. You have to pay attention to how that person makes you feel. Do not ignore those red flags. And I know it's hard, but, like, try to choose you in this situation always. Ain't no try do. You know that you have the ability to control. You're in control. So once you allow someone to make you feel a certain way, you've given away your control. For sure. So take your control back. Mm -hmm. All those uneasy feelings. Release those, start fresh with with someone who will value you. But in the meantime, I would say spend some time with yourself. Get to know yourself mm-hmm. to where you are able to uh, identify or give your, you know, have that spirit of discernment to mm-hmm. where any of those signs come up. You're not staying in, wondering or whatever. You're able to identify right away and, you know, navigate accordingly. But don't give away control. Take it back and move on. I love that. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Of course. That was beautiful. Thank you. And Anonymous, thank you for your question. If you want to write us with an update, we would appreciate it. Stay safe. Seriously. Please. Yes. Okay. So, let's see where we are. Okay. So, that wraps up today's episode on relationships. We hope you enjoyed these discussions and that they sparked reflection and provided a safe space to explore different perspectives. Remember to continue your healing journey with self-compassion and growth. And before we wrap up, we want to remind our small business owners that we would like, if you would like to advertise with us, you can become part of our community and email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to support your business and share it with our listeners. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal. Until next time, stay committed to your healing and being your best self. Yay.